I was sitting here thinking about books. Actually, Gutenberg Project. Project Gutenberg. It's a site I stumbled on when I worked in Phoenix. But uh, I didn't start learning at Project Gutenberg. That was just a big broadening. That was like stepping into the library. Uh-uh, the libraries of Alexander before they burn. I mean, this place, if I had to imagine, would be from, got to be miles of books would be inside. <coughs> but uh, it didn't start there. Um, in, in school, I... I kind of pick and choosy as to what I learned. I uh, learned what I, I like. I like science. I like math. Um, even history. I liked a little bit of history because I like daydreaming. And, you know, I liked the uh, adventures on TV at the time. Uh, the Buccaneers, the Cowboys and shit, you know. You know, anything at sea was like historic to me, except for the modern stuff, you know, where they had the um, modern Navy just bombarding shit. That wasn't a good, good war to me, a good war with sword fighting and stuff. But then the Civil War, too, because, well, not so much the Civil War, it was the revolutionary time, you know, because they glamorized that shit. And the Star Spangled Banner, Francis Scott Keys and shit. You know, they drove that shit into us. Civics. But uh, you know, it was it was like I liked math, so I I thrived in math. I could fucking throw numbers up in my head, and um, I kind of hid how good I was with it though. And science, and I liked the science because uh, once I got older, it had the formulas in it. And I really loved it in high school. And I think I had biology and all kind of shit, whatever I could have as far as science and math. And math, I was, uh, <laughs> going to school for me was kind of odd because I'm from a family of 11. So, um, in the projects, you know, we had uh, Moulton right there where we live, right? off uh, Desire, and we live right on the Bundes in Desire. And, you know, it was, I think it was after Bessie. My mom got a job with uh, the school. I think she was a hall monitor. Now, everyone was going to, she, my older brother and my two sisters was already on the junior side. I should have, I, and it made it kind of like that middle school thing at that time. Came up with that idea. So I was supposed to be going to Edwards with my brothers and sisters now, you know, because Mama working at Culver. And I think she's doing that more or less to keep on the children, plus make some money. <laughs> but anyway, for some reason, everybody got transferred over to Edwards except for me, and I, they wouldn't transfer me. It was kind of late and shit, so I ended up going to, uh, back to Moton for that last year's sixth grade. 
Now, Moton again was, took me two, three minutes to walk on from Moton, from out the gate. Uh, but everybody else was at Edwards or either Carver, so, you know, they were, and Mama was working there too, so they would wait for each other and they would all come home in the evening. But by the time they came home, I was uh, home already. And it started dinner, you know, because that's what she wanted me to do. I had to do start, come home, unlock the door, open up the house, the windows and stuff. Um, start dinner, whatever it was. And while I was doing that, I just happened to do my homework if I hadn't done it in school already. Um, got that out the way by the time they came home. I just had a, a little run. I could do what I want. When I was young in elementary, I didn't go too far, wanted too far from the home because she didn't allow that. And the only time I was able to wander was went every. And I think it was maybe when I went uh, over to uh, the junior side the next year. Um, but anyway, uh, I had, uh, when I, when I was on the uh, junior side, I tried to take music, you know, and it didn't work out too well. But I still loved that science and stuff. Uh, again, when I was in senior side, I had so <clears throat> I had a uh, mat. I was supposed to have general mat, and I didn't have general mat. Some kind of way, I got uh, was able to take algebra, geometry, and different other kind of. Uh, advanced math subjects for the four years I was in the senior side. But then at the last, in the last semester, I had to take general math because I hadn't had general math credit on the books. So they took my whatever advanced class that was I was in and put me in general math. And I, I swear, I hadn't shot hooky since elementary. And I only did that once. And I just uh, uh, shot hooking. Now, you know, I did a lot of reading with my dad. Uh, outside of school, I don't think I did much reading if it wasn't one of those little, uh, those little kids magazine they used to send out. And uh, uh, read the newspaper, because I do remember uh, my dad always got the newspaper for the horses, and then he read it. Uh, and I would remember seeing in the one as Black Swanley. And, you know, so, I mean, I was kind of, I was aware of what was going on in the world when I was young. I mean, hell, I lived in a project. I saw in the papers Blacks Only, you know, and I mean, did I, I thought it was, and it was no more. <laughs> it wasn't no sense to be saying I didn't think. But anyway, uh, when I graduated, you know, I, um, I don't know, I um, wasn't very good in English, probably still not, uh, didn't take it serious, I mean, man, I, I, I done what I had to do to graduate, I uh, had a um, couple of, I had one year typing, I just barely made it out of that, I didn't take it anymore, I had one year Spanish, just barely made it out of that, actually I had two years of typing, one year Spanish, and you know, I just was barely made it out of there the second year. But uh, I loved, and, I, and then I had the mechanical drawing, and I loved that too, you know, because it was kind of like the precision of doing things in 
for me, you know, with the vertical and the dizziness, uh, that was something that made me uh, actually concentrate on something in a sense that I had, I should have got my eyes checked then, but I had to um, bypass the dizziness. You know, I, I mean, once I bypassed, I learned little tricks of bypassing and looking off and doing different things and always uh, not looking directly at it. But it's, that there showed me how to deal with a lot of the dizziness. So, uh, and that was in my uh, ninth grade. So by the time I was in 10th grade and smoking weed, it was like, fuck, it balanced out. I still had dizziness, had, you know, bouts of, um, well, I just had to get off and stay out of the sunlight or stay out of light. But on a, most of the things, I always sat up and daydreamed a lot. Uh, now, when I got out of high school, shit, I don't think I picked up a goddamn book until that was in 74 at Carver. I graduated. Imagine I graduated on honor roll. Only had three classes. Algebra something. Maybe Algebra 2. General, Matt, and Jim. Um, did I have a science? I only had, I only went to school half the day. But after I got out of high school, I didn't. I don't think I read anything other than a newspaper now and then, if I even read that, you know. And, uh, and I mean, other than after I got out of the military. Um, you know, in the military, they keep you reading, updated on different shit, always sending you classes and shit. But after that schooling in the military, which was a year after I graduated, and when they sent me to a remedial class for English and different things, I'm like, whoa, they think I'm fucking dumb. So... I um, I was good with my job, the electronics part and the mat part and everything else, but you know, they were like, for some reason they put me in the general mat class and I, I have no idea why. Not general mat, the uh, uh, some kind of English fucking course. But uh, the, I got out of tech school, went to uh, my job in basic, and then I, uh, just didn't read. I didn't read a fucking thing. Uh, got out the military in 79. So, wait, yeah, 79, because I went in in 74, 5, 75. Got out in 79 and uh, started working. And uh, first job I had getting out, you know, Kaiser. Then Kaiser had the layoffs, worked the donor job, then uh, Went back to Kaiser, didn't go back to the donor job, went to uh, work different jobs, and then ended up doing security guard work. And I worked security guard first at uh, Southern Scrap. And that was a pretty good job, and that was when I first got out of military. One of the first jobs I had, might, if not the first job, and I did that for about a year and a half and just got tired and went to Kaiser. Should have stayed there, could have made a bit better money, but what the fuck, I never was one to stay at a job too long. I always thought, you know, uh, I reach a peak there, that's it. I gotta go somewhere else. And I mean, not so much a peak as making money, but you know, as far as learning thing, it was all about learning something new. 
Uh, and security wasn't about learning nothing. It was about paying that goddamn uh, uh, child support. <laughs> so, uh, doing security at Tentacle Refinery. I was out there the, the night that shit blew up. When that dude got burnt, the dude was at that tank. And I guess he was driving the truck through her. I remember the dude. Dude was an asshole, though. But not to say he still should have blew up like that. But I was there that night, and I, um, I, I know before I even heard or felt the explosion, I saw this. I was sitting with my back to the plant, really looking out at St. Bernard Highway, because it was one of the posts at the gate on the highway. And I saw the flash. The next thing was like. Boom. Boom! Yeah. I turned around, saw that fucking flame shooting up in the ass and ran behind one of them wooden utility poles like it was going to save my head. And after I'm like, okay. I looked around that pole like, okay, it ain't coming this way. And I um, went ahead and just watched that shit burn. I stayed there a few more months, you know. Went to... uh different gates and they started I found a book at one of the gates and I will never forget it because you know I found then how oh how a novel if it's well written or even if it's not it depends on how you read it I believe and what are you looking to get out of it but the first novel I read. Somebody left a novel and I was kind of intimidated by it because it was a, I think it was over a hundred and something page. Might have been two hundred. But it was this Kettler Ranch. And I read that. And oh fuck. I was on the horse. I smelt the air. Smelt the fucking hay. Smelt the damn desert. I smelt the damn horses. The cows. You know, I heard it, I saw the thunder, and it's like, oh my God. I took a visual ride. I mean, my mind just went in it, and them words just came to me. And I mean, I, that was the first vivid uh, uh, read I ever had. And I mean, because that was the first time I ever read just for entertainment. And I like, fuck. So what I done was, I uh, went and got another book. I figured cowboy, fuck, I don't want to read no cowboy. And I went and got a book, uh, said you never forget the first one book you read. And that's true, and I think you also never forget the first books that transform you. Because that one started me reading. But uh, I didn't find another book around there. So I went and bought me a book. I went to a Barnes & Noble and uh, scoured the section, the novels. Didn't even know what I was looking for. Uh, I knew the difference between fiction and nonfiction. I just wanted to read something for sport. And I got a scary book. And I uh, read it. And I got the same ride. And I decided, okay, you don't want to do scary books, bro. Because, I mean, even I know the shit crazy and you know it ain't real, it's still fucking scary. So, <laughs> I put the scary shit down and I uh, started reading other things, you know. And uh, it was like working a muscle. And 
the more I read, the more I wanted to read. Not at first, you know, and I think I was kind of like not trying to force myself because that after the scary book, I tried a couple of other books, you know, and it was like, okay, maybe something's wrong. You're not getting, you're not, you're not getting anything out of these. And I wasn't, uh, and I wasn't. I stumbled onto a book, uh, a black book, from out of the Renaissance. And I read it, and I couldn't tell you. Oh, yes, I could. It was Franz Freon. Black face, white mask. Now, I hadn't been in the military, they hadn't been around white folks and stuff. Now, I'm raised in the project, so, you know, it's not that I must say project people different, but um, when it comes to a lot of things like joy, laughter, your personality, your, uh, the way you let yourself be open when you're out in the world, and I say in the world and not around your community and your family because that's in fact what it is. So when you're out in the world, you do have a wall up. <clears throat> so uh, uh, I, I started reading books about the Renaissance. I mean, in Franz Freon, that was the first one I picked up. And I couldn't tell you where I got it from because I don't, I may have bought it. I think I did buy that. And I was intimidated by that because Franz Freon, he was like, whoa, shit, where this from? And um, I read it. And I was kind of understanding of Now, at the same time, Roots uh, was out. It came out, I think this was in the 80s. You know, Crack was out there, Roots was out there, and uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. So, I, uh, it wasn't Franz Freon. I read that up in Seattle. Uh, Malcolm X autobiography. Now, what that book done was, and I, oh, God damn, I love it. What he taught me was that you can educate yourself. And I took him to task, and I started educating myself. I started reading things, and that's when I started reading things from the Renaissance because uh, they had a lot of reference in the uh, back of that book, I think, when I started looking at things. I read, oh, man, I read everything. I read from the Renaissance up to modern day. Um, a lot of writing, but I stopped after Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and uh, I read a lot of this stuff after the Hamptons, Iceberg Slims. You know, I, I, God, I guess I read a long time. But I jumped off into that shit, but I came all the way from Stokey Carmichael, you know. All of these people, I and I'm not good with names. I'm I'm not very good with them. So and I I just dove into that shit. And I remember I was reading. Uh, I used to go to Goodwill and get books in Goodwill in New Orleans, 
and you could used to buy them for a dime, and I would fucking stack up on them. And I looked, knew what I was looking for. I was looking for black riders and stuff. And now and then I just was lucky enough to find a lot of them. And what I couldn't find, I would go to old bookstores and find them. And I remember just finding books and I was reading so fucking much, so many of them. I was working and reading, working and reading, and I just was swimming in this shit. And I, uh, I was learning how other people was handling the difference between white and black, how other black folks was handling, but how they was handled it in different times. So me, me a lover of numbers, you know, and time is, fuck, I always calculated in numbers. So t- I mean, time is numbers. <laughs> um, the adding of a number, you know, that time add up the minutes, hours, days, years, decades, eons, infinity. So, but the thing is, it was going on at the same time, and it seems like no matter what I was reading after um, <laughs> the revolution and civil war, even in between that, you know, everything was fucking fucked up for blacks. Uh, early days of Jim Crow, Ku Klux Klan, all that other shit, you know. I mean, I was just fucking, and I mean, I kind of knew this, but you know, these people were witnessing it, and I mean, they put a fucking, oh, they branded my mind with this fucking shit, and I mean, it hurt me. A lot of it hurt me. And uh, I, I didn't share what I... I mean, Joan knew what I was reading. Joan knew what I was reading. I would take a book when I finish it, and on that last page, and chuck it across the room, hit the wall with it. You know? And I... Uh, yeah, I did this shit for three, four, five years, and then I get the idea, okay, you're going to write. And... I, I tried my hand at it, a couple of different things, and I was doing pretty good, but I'm the, you know, I, I wanted instantaneous satisfaction, so that's one of the things about me and writing. I could write the shit down, but I'm not going to go in back and edit it. Um, if I had a partner who could do that, that would work for me, but, you know, I didn't. But anyway, I, um, been through the little drug thing, got out of that, and, um, I worked in the bar industry and didn't read for a long time. Stop reading. You know, after kind of drugs and drugs kind of fucked me up for a while. And I mean, not to the point of that I didn't want to read. It's just to the point of I didn't know what to read because I felt shame of myself for one thing going into them drugs. I was trying to heal myself for another thing and didn't want to think about nothing but healing me. And, um... I was just busy working. I had to fucking work to pull myself out and stay busy, pull myself out of this hole mentally and financially that I had uh, put myself in by not taking care of me and the things I was supposed to do. So I uh, worked and worked and worked, and uh, I left uh, New Orleans in 93. Me and Angela went up to uh, Alaska and drove up there. And left in March after Mardi Gras in 
drove up there. Got up there about uh, April. March, April, yeah. Late March, early April was still fucking cold. But the time, I mean, that's when I picked up another book again. And it was uh, Waiting to Exhale. And I read that to Michael as she drove, or Angela as she drove. And um, that was the first time I read it in a minute. So I started reading again, started getting into it once was in Alaska. Go to sleep with the uh, the head story hour. And I mean, on public radio. And then I got into that because mostly I was just too tired. But I started reading again and reading for uh, different reasons. I read books on making bread and, you know, started making bread. I read books on electronics, electricity. I just started reading everything. And then I read, stumbled on a book, uh, uh, Franz Freon. And I, what that done was showed me that. Now, I read the... Uh, Again, the Renaissance, you know, and a lot of them had, uh, was doing this Pan-African thing, you know, which I, you know, got a pretty good picture of Africa and what was going on over there and, you know, the colonial state they were in. A lot of it was still in that, in the 60s and stuff. And Franz Freon just made me show, show me what was going on in, uh, France and some of Europe, so... I mean, this was a early, in the 90, I guess that was 90, 95, 96, it was in Seattle. Well, anyway, I was in Seattle five, four years after starting in Seattle, I mean, Alaska, so that was 93, 97, I was up there, uh, 96, and they had some underground bookstores, so I started going to them and finding different books, and I, uh, God, I found so much up there, and all that done was gave me a list of more, because, I mean, if I'm going to check out reference or referrals, whatever they call it, and I just fucking started getting a picture of the world then. But, you know, it still wasn't complete because I, um, I, I was kind of scared to tamper with the history provided in the establishment. And what I mean by that is the schools and different things. For one, they want to fucking charge you for it. And two, they gave you a standard, uh, westernized picture of it. I didn't want a filtered picture that I didn't want to touch. Because by the time you, history would get to us at that table, I found in a lot of the readings, because a lot of them would bring, a lot of these black writers brought up a lot of black, uh, a lot of facts, uh, you know, through a lot of, and things you didn't even think was myth, like uh, Christianity, you know, uh, things like that. And I read a book, uh, God, the Black Man and the Truth, and it was then I decided, okay, I need to question God. And I started looking up. I, my point was I was going to look up God, see where he started at, where this, this this Western God started at, you know. And the thing about it, I went from looking for God to fucking finding a history out there in this world that went so far back. And it was all in... Uh, 
Project Gutenberg. Now, thing is, I uh, had them by the time I got to Phoenix, I, uh, after Seattle, I, you know, was reading all kind of shit, you know, I, and I had, uh, had them been to school again, because uh, I want to try this writing thing again. Been to school, for, took a couple of writing courses, and gone into astronomy. Uh, because astronomy actually had a lot to do with the religion. And, you know, I'm, I'm okay, I want to look this up. And, you know, because astronomy was numbers, math, and a science, I'm like, okay, I went to a couple of semesters in that. And of course, I had me some math courses. And this was at Seattle Community College. Uh, now, again, I didn't want to go to school because I just was done with school when I got out of high school. You know, school kind of made me dizzy and I didn't want to go through it. And after, you know, going through the military, you know, and that little portion of school in the beginning, first few months and got out of that, I really didn't uh, fucking pick up another book or try to educate myself or gain any knowledge in any kind of way for any reason. Now, you know, Malcolm said, you know, you educate yourself, you get this knowledge, and then you know um, if you got a purpose. So if you got a purpose in life, and you you know, the thing is, I um, was fulfilling my purpose all the time by because as I sat and read, I interpreted and filtered this stuff myself, but I also looked at it in the presence. You know, I was actually able to put an angle, <laughs> let's say, use a, a 45 degree angle and turn it sideways and make it a 90 and, you know, shit like that. and. Hey, look at that shit and how shit don't really change, you know, because time's also something you can not manipulate but put on that angle and show an increase or decrease or whatever. A percentage or an average, you know, it would help you calculate all this, but it, it just seems like, you know, things wasn't adding up, but I didn't know at the time I was, <laughs> I was you know, mentally documenting or recording this shit. But I wasn't even finished that, you know. I was I went further and I you know, as I worked in Phoenix I uh tried my hand at little crafty things and um that didn't work out, you know. Um started my own business with a couple of things, you know. And didn't do nothing because the little kid who was uh, gonna help us, me and the other kid died. His brother tried to mess over us, so we just left that shit alone. So uh, I got, I mean, I already had a job. I got out of the kitchens then and ended up at Icicle, not Icicle, shit. Ended up at um, Icon Officers. And I was there on the phone. You know, they fixed copiers and everything. So we had, uh, they they off, they had the shift for the weekends. Uh, weekends were kind of slow. Well, really slow, you know. Sometimes sit up there for fucking hours and not even get a phone call. And, uh, but, you know, if 
you had to be there. Somebody had to be there. It was me and another guy who worked there. And go out there at 8 o'clock in the morning, I think left 4 or 5. So, uh, and it depends on the uh, time zone, too. So, because one, we were taking and then across the country, we would float back to the west, east coast. You know, after we do the, the day shift. Anyway, something, some shit like that. But uh, sitting there, a lot of time on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, uh, so slow we had the internet, you know, so you had the intronet and the internet. And one day this guy who I worked for said, hey, you ever heard of Gutenberg Project? I'm like, no, not really. You, you know who Gutenberg is? I'm like, no, not really, you know. And, uh, he had uh, told me, Gutenberg, he said, hey, you need to check out this site if you read. So I uh, checked it out, and I started looking at the different books, and I started looking up different things, and I ran across something said uh, navigational chart, and then I went and saw something that said fucking Herodotus, Plato, and I started looking up, looking for kind. I'm like, oh fuck. I um, I found so much, and I was so so secretive about it. And I um, and like I said, these people, it was a coffee a copy of machine place, like on Office Solution, they repair copies. People would call us if it break down the need service, da da da. And, uh, but again, like I said, we sat around there most of the time. And we had the copy machines there and shit, you know, because we used them for the paperwork. I started copying fucking books off of the Gutenberg Project. And I got some ancient shit. I got some of Columbus Navigational Charts, the first translation of because that's what I always look for. Anything, the first one. And sometimes I might even copy the ones that was in the original language because they was telling sometimes I got to read a little Spanish. Um, I could put together a little Italian and find out, you know, things about it. But the thing was, I found so much, so, so much. And um, all kind of things out of electronics, uh, Dynamo, I mean, everything. How to fucking wire something from a damn uh, um, a wheel, water wheel. And I mean, it was just amazing. That's how come I can look at things on a scale and and say about things because I didn't just read U.S. history and trying to get an opinion. I read shit from around the world, ancient history. I mean, I people talk that shit about they read fucking Plato and shit. I'm not gonna sit down and fucking contemplate fucking Plato or nothing when you know what the fuck they was doing. Um, they were molding men to fucking be fucking slaves. That's all it was. Uh, some to be leaders, some to be fucking slaves. You know, so 
I'm not going to sit there because, you know, they give you that is cool. You know about this. So you got to take this opportunity to learn more. And that was it. Uh, and I found so, so fucking many contradictions in history. And uh, the more I read, the more I questioned things. And the more I read with a purpose trying to organize things and actually not just organize them. <laughs> now, who am I to say I know the truth? Hell, it's fucking right there. And I say this as, you know, uh, a simple man who had less resources less available information to me or is historical information. Because a lot of it, I mean, you know, some people don't, okay, see, one thing is they don't put all of these elements together as far as historic, history, you know, the DNA or the history here and there and that. They look at history. Now, I heard on t on the news today and they're saying it's no so fucking nonchalantly uh, and they're saying it happened around 2500 that you know the mummification uh, shows indication that they they were world travelers they're picking up ingredients and shit from around the world look I said 15 fucking years ago the fucking Egyptians was world travelers the Egyptians they have a fucking uh, uh, site up in the Grand Canyon that they keep hitting. <laughs> Egyptians all the, around the world. The Egyptian face are those colossals down in the Central America. The Egyptians built the damn uh, pyramids down there. You know, so, you know, that was on the news, and the, you know, there's coming about that with the, all the uh, testing. They say, oh, they had to get this shit from here, had to get it from there. But, you know, people been saying that shit. Uh, Marcus Garvey said it. Chapo said it. What's his name? Chapo Chipo, that historian in Africa. Oh, yeah, I read plenty of them. They know their shit, they know their history. Uh, I remember when I uh, left uh, 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 Icon and started working at uh, Liberty Mutual Insurance. <laughs> and I was still reading and stuff, but, you know, not so much because uh, I had then uh, gained my knowledge and I was getting my spiel together, you know. I guess my spiel for what I wanted to spread around, you know, telling you know, blacks about the history, but I was still kind of getting it together, still really not sure. I didn't want to say nothing that was false or that could be construed as false. So, I, I mean, you know, I, I just wasn't sure. And then, unless I was talking around, talking with blacks, you know, and, uh, and you know, that was around about the time I found out about because I looked up everything. I looked up fucking languages, uh, DNA. I tracked shit like a fucking hound dog. He didn't know what I was doing, but I did. Uh, found out, well, you know, Neanderthals only in a certain area, but before that, you know, they were 
They don't tell you they was up around, up way above the Caucasians. They did just don't find no tracks. Why? Because they said, well, they wasn't there, but they were there. And the foundations, you know, they just hide and uh, won't let that shit be exposed that they were up there and they actually migrated from moving the Caucasians. Uh, south, and that's where you know white folks transform from. But then again, you know, like I say, white folks ain't number black folks who got stuck up into some fucking bad weather for th- hundreds of thousand years. Came out of that shit like fucking beast. Um, they hadn't changed yet. The iodine, you know, help them, but they still, you know, for some reason, think that made them superior by going up there. But all they did was lightning hell. <laughs> but I had um, started working at the uh, Icon. I started working at um, Liberty Mutual, and I met Frank. Now, Frank was from Compton. Compton, to me, was just like the projects. You know what I mean? You, 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 we knew about Compton, Wise, L.A., East L.A., you know, South Central, all of these places. I mean, just before the movies came out. Uh, I mean, yeah, the movies was coming out, you know, but it's still a gangster movies and shit, you know, about crime and stuff. It's really nothing about telling the tale about the drugs. But uh, I tried talking to Frank about some stuff, and Frank started shooting back at me with it. And I'm like, whoa, dude and hit me with some new stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, dude, where you getting this from? What you mean, bro, where I'm getting this from? That's how we do it now, man. And he wasn't lying. I said, wait a minute, bro. If you know all this, why in the fuck? Y'all don't tell the rest of what he said we tried, man. Nobody want to hear this shit. And you know what? He right. He right. They don't want to hear. They don't. They really fucking scared of hearing it. That might make them change their mind. Might make them not want that money. Oh, not be like uh, that movie star. But, you know, he, he was shooting back at me with it, and he was really good. And, you know, I was able to talk to somebody, and I was actually able to formulate a lot of things and opinions and get different views. Because he was, uh, I think it was like 10 years younger than me. So, and I was surprised, you know. I'm like, fuck, dude. A little gangster, dude, but not gangster. He was really fucking smart, though. He, if, I mean, I said was. He's still alive. Last I heard, he was in Somerville, yeah, and then took up the IT, went to school for IT, and was working on people's computer. He blind now. Diabetes always fucked with him. Yeah, no. Started taking that insulin, though. Once you do that, you know you're in trouble. But, you know, I uh, I have never left Gutenberg alone. I um, I kept a trunk of shit I stole. <laughs> I mean, and what I mean stole was the damn uh, uh, copy of paper. I literally had a sewage trunk full of fucking books, ancient books. Herodotus, I loved him. Egypt revisited. Oh fuck! Oh, damn, damn, and this shit. I'm gonna say free 
they do ask for donation and you should donate. I mean, that's my, that's how I'm paying you, Gutenberg. <clears throat> but I think that's, uh, God, you know, and I, I'm sure, you know, the library in Alexandria, Egypt, would have uh, had a lot of color. But all I do when I see this library, once I close my eyes and think about Project Gutenberg and that library and all those letters that come up there, you could either go for uh, author or title. And I like the old way you had it set up like that. The new way you got it set up, random books don't work for me. But it's a uh, it's very good site, and I think uh, you should go there. And I think before long, because they got so much knowledge there, uh, it won't last long. Um, just like Alexander, they're going to burn it down. And how do you burn a digital book? I mean, a digital library down? And the fuck us free? Hell. It'll be gone, though. But anyway, I just had to let people know that I don't just talk shit not knowing what I'm talking about. I dabbled in a little bit of everything. Like I say, I I don't look. One thing led me to another thing led me to another thing, which led me to so many different things. And I actually was uh, looking for God because I actually had to take everything and try to explain it to myself. And I use it in picture format with words. And I was, you know, doing exactly what I'm looking for God in search of God through this nigga. And I um, put that together, but it didn't stop me. And it was, wasn't was really God because what I found was, you know, God ain't, God ain't nothing but a tool. And if you go to Gutenberg Project or Project Gutenberg, you will find out. So, uh, well, if you go there, leave a tip, too. I couldn't, but Alex Ellie would. And I wonder how long they've been around. Stop. Okay. It's midnight now. Oh, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I started not to do this. I think I could do things. And I was just laying up here thinking about Gutenberg, Gutenberg, reading. How did that, How did you get all of this that you trying to say? And you know they're going to still say, nigga, ignorant. Nigga from the project. Nigga, I don't know nothing. But you know what? What did they say? This nigga well read. And um, I know... You ain't going to believe me, but hey, fuck it. I don't care what you believe. All you got to do is believe. I know what I'm talking about most of the time. <laughs> but anyway, uh, here's the Project Gutenberg, and I think um, I think it's just phenomenal, uh, the shit that they got, and they got shit from around the, literally around the world, ancient shit. I've, uh, I've looked at... Uh, Ancient Egyptian shit, um, 
I think I got the, what was Book of the Dead, Book of the Coming Fort. Oh my God, I got so much shit off of there. And I even um, started uh, translating hieroglyphs for myself, you know, because I just didn't trust the uh, uh, Egyptologists. And you've got them all there. And you'll see how uh, they, you know, early slavery, how they try to justify it by measuring haze, chrono, uh, uh, cranials and stuff, saying, you know, well, haze and what we know there's no fucking difference. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, I found some of the most interesting things there. And, you know, it didn't, I just didn't limit myself to black and religion and oppressive, oppressive things. I, I, like I say, I read everything. I learned about electricity. And I was an electrician, but I learned you know, went they got some shit from basic electronic construction and I had construction but learned a little more about construction. I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean it's visiting. That's visiting. Anyway, Project Gutenberg, um got all kinds of books, uh, novels, you know, ladies like the novel, men like novels too. I mean they got adventures, everything. Look, you won't regret it. And I'm sure a lot of people know about it already. But this is for y'all with these tablets and stuff and buying them books from uh, who that is? Kindle and all these other places. Yeah, you've been getting had. You've been getting ripped off. So you go to uh, Project Gutenberg, donate $10, and go and read a little bit. Use your old email, though. Later. Project Gutenberg, way I learned everything about this world is a lie. If you think I'm lying, then try. <laughs> then you tell me I should go fly. But before then, don't say shit. Just go look at some shit and come up with it. Later. Okay. So, I got to say, <laughs> Gutenberg, and this is what I meant to say about Gutenberg as well. Um, everybody know who Gutenberg was? Nope? Okay. Gutenberg, don't know his first name, could have looked it up, but Gutenberg came up with the first printing press. Uh, I guess that led to today's, or the modern printing press. Now, back then, before that printing press came up, Everything was written by hand. Books, that's why books were so fucking valuable. Books was rare. Um, not many people read. Even the ones who read and had them, you know, thought it was something rare, mostly had the Bible. Uh, the Bible was the big book. Now, Everything else, you know, they did have the books, and books was like a work of art, you know, and it cost you some pretty pennies. So the royals, anybody had the books, and they were able to send their children to school to understand these books. The average person just didn't have a fucking book. The average person went to church, uh, labored, and at nighttime told stories um, as they cooked, ate, or went to sleep. 
But when the uh, uh, Gutenberg came up with this idea for a press uh, uh, that was able to put uh, iron to paper with ink in a fast fashion, spitting out these papers like <laughs> 20 per minute. <laughs> they, uh, e- even if it was that fast, I mean, because before it would take a fucking day or so to make a page, and then with the artwork and everything else, fuck, it took years, I think, to make, you know, maybe a dozen Bibles because of the artwork as well. But even other books, they did a lot of artwork when they did it by hand. Now, when Gutenberg came along, he was able to put this paper to iron uh, ink and he uh, first started doing it with Bibles. Now, I'm not sure if the church had anything to do with this or I'm sure he was doing it for the sanction of the church, but his church was the big big money maker then and it was paying. So he actually put out uh, Bibles first and you know, Bibles would sell all over. The Royals not only have the Bibles, I don't even know if they want them, but they, uh, you know, it spread. <laughs> it was another way they spread it, Christianity. First it was vocal, but now the man could, he heard the uh, preacher, but now he could read it for himself, you know. So that's what uh, Gutenberg done. And uh, Project Gutenberg is only... Uh, because of all the books since he was the first to come up with a press that made modern books. Get it? I mean, because before then we had books, you know, they just was rolled up, the strolls, the Asians had paper books, uh, rice, you know, and I mean, reeds. They just, you know, was paper. They were books, but what they're saying in the modern text of how books, books are kept now in in the fashion where they flip page to page to page, where before books were endless strolls. And so that's where Project Gutenberg comes from, the name of the guy who first came up with modern books. Get it? So not to say that he first came up with books. That's bullshit. That's just how they fucking flip history. Now, I'm going to get a man his fucking dude. They making some fucking books, and from the time he put that shit together... Look what they do now. Look at the shit, bullshit they print today. <laughs> and I mean, it started out printing a bullshit. So, oh, oh, I didn't mean that. But anyway, that was, uh, that's Project Gutenberg. You want to say something, dog? You want me to stop talking and go to fucking bed, huh? Later. <laughs>